Liverpool's going to win the league. <laughs> We've got that on tape now. No, no, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad, I'm glad you said that. It's going to be so much sweeter. But um, I think I think Liverpool scraped top three, and um, <laughs> goodbye wow. for me. <laughs> Arsenal to be battling with Newcastle to stop. To oh, not here do we go. Oh, come on. I'm going to make that my ringtone now. Liverpool are winning the league. It, it'll oh, come on every time um, Eric guys I, I was joking I was joking I was joking listen 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 look AFCON is coming okay <laughs> AFCON is coming AFCON is coming AFCON yeah. is coming hey they, they brought it forward haven't they and, and you got no wingers <laughs> <laughs> alright cut cut the team cut the team now cut the top <laughs> To witness a monumental throwdown. Hello and welcome to episode 59. It's FPL Bros. How's everyone doing? All good yeah. from my side? I'm alright, I'm alright. Good. Okay then, again we're just gonna kind of keep it uh, short and sweet for everyone. Uh, it's been a while, but we'll just do the usual stuff, have a look at the upcoming game week. And then maybe see if we've got any thoughts on uh, one Ralph Ragnick who is uh, doing his thing in Man United. Everyone yeah. good with that? You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. All right then. So last week's source that that would have been game week 15. Is that right? Yeah, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I know. Um, <laughs> I think it was the most scoring so week for... for everyone. Yeah, I'm happy for you to go first. All right, then. So I uh, limped over the line with 48 points. And, yeah, I was one of the people who... It was a choice of Son or Kane, and I obviously made the wrong one by going for Kane. Yeah, it was the wrong choice. Yeah, there was a no-show from Smith Rowe uh, and a no-show from Tony as well. And Reese James managed to get zero points because I think he got a yellow card and Chelsea conceded three goals. (laughs) <laughs> and my game week was just saved by Mason Mount. Really. Uh, good old Mace. <laughs> good old Mace. You know, I just, I kind of took a punt on him. And it, in the last couple of game weeks, he's delivered for me. So it's kind of worked out all right. But I think most people have Rafinha. So it doesn't make a huge amount of difference. Well, it hasn't made a huge amount. But that's the story of my game week, really. Obviously, I've got problems to deal with. But uh, who wants to go next with this? Yeah, I can go. Yeah. yeah. So um, it looked like my game week was going left, to be honest with you, and it, it was. But um, luckily, some players didn't play, and I managed to catch a uh, calm uh, 14 points off the bench. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, I can't believe that. <laughs> yeah, I, I had <laughs> I had, um, I had Antonio on the bench, and then I had uh, Gray on the bench, and Dini and um, Smith-Rowe didn't get a look-in. So they both came, they both swapped and came off onto the um Onto the onto the pitch, and I was just like, "Boy!" And Gray, obviously, I mean, I, I know that game very well. I watched it, Ray. and I almost Ray. cried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. yeah oh, that, oh my god! That's unpleasant yeah. when that happens. <clears throat> it's just a tough watch Ray. because it was it was really it was really like it was atrocious performance from Arsenal. I just don't even know what's happening there. But the goal, you I mean, no one's saving that. I don't care who you are, pinging off the post from from outside the box. It's, you don't get much mm. better than that. 
and he yeah, he was no. he was he was he was causing he was causing real problems on our on our um on our right side. So yeah, it was a good oh, yeah, it was a good game. It was a good game. Antonio with a little assist as well, five points. Can't knock him there, you know. Yeah, so yeah. um, yeah, and obviously I had Sun. I, I don't I, I have a have a real aversion to Kane. If um, there's any new listeners, you might you might know. Um, I hate him. So <laughs> we'll leave that one there. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, I had a uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold in defence, who, who uh, and Captain Salah, of course. So those were my main main draws. Trent with nine, Captain Salah twelve, Sun thirteen, Gray nine. So that that really like kept me up to a, a quite a nice score of sixty-one, considering what everyone else was getting. <laughs> I was probably one of the higher performing ones this week, which is really good. Helped me out. It got me it got me one position up in my in my work league, so that felt good. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, you go. You, you're snatching that crown. That's what it's all yeah, about. I'm still seventh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I bet a whole load of them have like played like like bench or something. That's yeah, how I think, down, I, think yeah. I think some of them have played some some of their some of their cards. I haven't played any yet, but some I think some people have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You save it until later on, and then they'll be just like, what? Oh yeah, okay. I finished with a measly 45 points, nothing outstanding. I got a bit lucky with the subbing in of ESR for Manquilo, who brought me five points. So I was quite happy with that. So, yeah, just, just a standard week. I definitely need to get rid of Kane, especially with the upcoming blank for Spurs, which where the game's postponed due to COVID. But, yeah, it wasn't a great week, but it could have been worse. It could have been much worse. Um one thing I will mention, though, is if I'd only listened to my player picks, I would have been laughing because my <laughs> player pick for last week were Son and Sterling, who both returned. Very, very good player picks, I have to say. No. Yeah, got yeah. yeah. it about that. <laughs> yeah, obviously my player picks are terrible because if if, if I'm correct, both my players got injured. So <laughs> Yeah, you're really unlucky with that. <laughs> yeah. That just sucks, doubly sucks, but... Yeah, ain't easy, ain't easy. But I mean, I, I think my player pick was um, Bernardo Silva. I can't remember my second yeah. one. I think my second one was ESR, who didn't get off the bench. But yeah. Bernardo Silva, I mean, but man, he's on, he's on, he's on cracking form at the moment. And yeah, with, with the kind of games that City have got coming up, I don't know, long may it continue, kind of thing. Yeah, no, uh, he's definitely worth worth a look. Although I might have more to say about that later. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Okay, uh, so. Briefly, before we get on to game week 16, player picks and um, predictions, uh, obviously the big story which has happened since we last uh, did an episode was Ralph Rangnick finally taking charge of Manchester United, although some people are convinced that he was taking charge from his bedroom in uh, Germany before, <laughs> or everyone to talk about it. But yeah, I'm not going to, there's not going to be any long like, intro to this. Who's got any thoughts on Rangnick? Or do you want to hear mine? If anyone's interested. I mean, yeah, you I'm, go first. Yeah, you go yeah. first, and then I'll, I'll see if I can add something to Fair it. Enough. Okay. Uh, so we've all heard about how he likes the counter pressing, and how he, apparently he's a big fan of four-two-two-two, uh, which we've already seen in the Premier League with um, Ralph Hasenhutl and Southampton. And and the idea behind that is that the fullbacks basically get to run up and down. The length of the pitch without any wingers getting in the way. If you're a fullback in a, in a Rangnick system, you're expected to be very fit and basically run up and down the pitch. Because if you're doing the pressing 
you know, getting back defensively, pressing, or you're moving quickly forward in the counterattack. Uh, so, so that uh, people are seem to think that that's what he's going to bring to Manchester United, and he has done that so far. The other thing, obviously, is that a lot of people pointed out that uh, with Gagan pressing, it's all about pressing from the front, and they just didn't think that Cristiano Ronaldo would fit into that. And I am aware that everybody's got their own opinion about this. But I would just like to say that uh, a player of Ronaldo's caliber, I don't see any reason why he can't adapt his game. And But I've only got one thing to back that up, which is when Guardiola first came to Man City, he a lot of people didn't think that Aguero would be able to do the defending from the front that he demands. But it turned out he was all right at it, even though Guardiola brought in Jesus. Aguero fitted in, he was still being banging in lots of goals, and he was playing in the system that Guardiola wanted. So I can't help thinking that Cristiano Ronaldo might be able to do that as well. But I, I appreciate there's lots of different viewpoints on that. And the last thing I wanted to say about ranking Man United is that um, I watched most of their game against young boys, and I wasn't impressed. Uh, a lot of people are getting excited about Man United, and a lot of people are getting excited about bringing in their assets, aforementioned. Cristiano Ronaldo, for example, I just don't think it's going to take a while for that Man United team to look impressive. And for me, I'm wait and see. I was ready to go for Man United assets, but I'm not so sure now because they, and I appreciate they would have made a lot of changes to the team, the young boys as well, but they, Man United just don't look like they're firing. When you want assets, you want them getting plenty of assists, plenty of goals, that type of thing. And I can see Man United winning a lot of games, 1-0, 2-1, drawing one all. And that doesn't sound like a lot of points, but that's my piece. Um, who wants to pick, pick, pick that apart then? Go on, Jamie. Um, I, don't think, I don't think there's much to pick apart. I, I agree. I agree wholly. I think, I, think, I think Ragnik understands his position and he understands who Ronaldo is and what exactly he represents this time round. He is Manchester United as it stands. <laughs> like, if you don't put him in the team, you might as well pack your bags because Sir Alex Ferguson sanctioned this one. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know what more what more you can say. So whether he presses or he doesn't press, he's gonna get like he's not getting he's not getting like he's not getting he's not getting him out of the team. I think um <clears throat> I think you're right as well. He's a grown up man, like, and he's professional, and he's been doing this for however many years. He can he'll he'll run about and chase a defender if it means that like it makes him look good. Do you know what I mean? He wants a balloon deal. He'll chase a defender a couple of times just to say, Look, I did my bit in it and I'm okay. I'm not saying that he's gonna like be hounding them like a, I don't know, a Firmino or whatever, but he'll do his bit. He'll stretch his legs, he'll and yes. then he'll like look like he's getting somewhere close. Do you know what I mean? Put, put his hands on his hips after seven yeah. years. How much more running do you want for that? Yeah, yeah that's like, my that's your vote in the bag, I I see you. Yeah, like he'll do that thing where they call it, they call it activating the press. So basically he'll be the first one to run and then Fernandez and these guys will sprint around him. <laughs> you know, so he'll do that. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I personally, I don't know. I don't know enough about Ragnit to give a good response, but I think there's a lot of work on this team. I mean, at least when Arsenal played him, obviously I know it wasn't Ragnit, but they said that there was like Ragnit flavours in the team. I don't know, but man... They, that that game, if there was a way that we could both leave with zero points, it, we deserved it, honestly. Like, that game was atrocious. The way it, people, it must have been the worst 3-2 I've ever seen in my life. It makes it seem like it was an exciting game. It was it was absolute poo. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so, I mean, so bad. Yeah, I, again, I just want to say, 
I, 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 you can see that he's trying to do something, but it's so much work to do. It's just a it's mess. A lot. A lot of, I mean, lot. young boys burn. I, I'm sorry, Man United made them look world class some some phases of the game. I'm not saying all phases of the game, but I read somewhere that they had more shots on the Man United <laughs> goal than than, uh, than yeah, Man United. But anyway, I'll, I'll shut up now. <laughs> No, I agree. I haven't got much to say on him. I'll, I'll only say that he's he's still new at United. He's probably going to want to build a team around how he plays. He's quite adventurous type of manager. Some of the players wouldn't suit his playing style, so he's going to ship them out and get the players he wants. So I think I would be cautious to think that United are going to suddenly change and start playing like your cities, your Liverpools. I don't think they have they have been drilled <clears throat> drilled to, to play like that by Oli. So I, I wouldn't expect any sudden changes. Therefore, my, my stance still remains the same on any of the United assets. I wouldn't really touch them apart from maybe Ronaldo just because he's such a clinical goal scorer. And, or if anyone else comes in form like Fernandez, that's someone I might think about. Any Anything or anyone else, I'm not interested at all. Um, and that's my thoughts. No, fair enough. Again, I can see where people are tempted here. They've got Norwich and Brentford. Then they've got Brighton, Newcastle, Burnley, Wolves, Villa, West mm. Ham, which, according to the to the FPL site, uh, FDR is a, is a difficult fixture. But then after that is Burnley again, Southampton to Watford. And you would expect them to get points. But the way they play, I can't see any of their team getting more than six points apart. You know, just the goal and no bonus because... It's just really watching them. It's just, it's, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like very frustrating. Is that, is that what I want to say? I mean, I think it's just quite a more simple word. It's like it begins with S, ends in T, and it's four letters. Oh, God. <laughs> I hate that. The Jamie with the translation. Uh, one, one, other thing I do, one other thing I did want to say is that uh, a lot of people think that, okay, Ragnick apparently he's been talking up Mason Greenwood, but again, I don't know if he's going to go straight back into the side. I don't know if he's going to play every game. He gets busy over Christmas. There's a lot of rest in the rotation. And and again, with the 1-0 wins, what are you getting from But a lot of people reckon that Wan-Bissaka's time at Man United will be coming to a close with Rangnick because they say he doesn't do enough of what the modern fullback does. And my response to that is Wan-Bissaka, there's no reason why he can't also change and improve. Like, He's still young. People forget that, you know. He's still like in his early twenties. He he might he might. I mean, he's still one of the best one-on-one defenders in in the league, mm-hmm. you know. So who knows is that whether what he's going to get really better? I, think, I don't I don't like how people are writing him off already under Rangnick. I I you know I'm not having any of that. Right? You but, will see Wan-Bissaka will step it up. I, is Wan-Bissaka is is um is Ragnick even a long-term manager? I don't know. I thought he was finished seeing out the season. He's interim, um, yeah. Interim yeah. at the end so of like, the season, but I mean, like, they, they they will probably make talking... him perm. Sorry, go on. I'll say only... interim, but they will probably make him perm. Yeah, they, I can see them making him permanent because the market's pretty. But um, but for real though, they bought they bought Wambasaka just a few seasons ago for fifty mil. Like they can't just yeah. shift him off like that. But I suppose they are Man United. Having someone in defence who can actually tackle is still quite valuable. And, yeah. And... I never thought Andy Robertson would be a Champions League winner. Yeah, players could improve. All right, so just get off Wan-Bissaka's back. That's all I'm saying. Leave all right, let's, let's move off United because I'm bored of them now anyway. They're a boring <laughs> team. <laughs> all right. Um,
about to witness a monumental throwdown. So before we actually get into like talking about fixtures, we're, we're now at that time where it's literally back to back to back to back to back to back to back. So game week 16 starts tomorrow, Friday, finishes on Sunday. Game week 17 starts on Tuesday, exactly. finishes on Thursday. Yeah. Game week 18 starts on Saturday, <laughs> finishes on Sunday. Then we've got that week break before you've got game week 19, which is on a Sunday, finishing on a Monday. And then game week 20, which starts on the Tuesday, finishing on a Thursday. Game week 21 starting on a Saturday. So literally, you need to now start thinking about your squads and looking at players who are going to really be giving you value for money in terms of staying, in terms of getting those regular games, not injury prone. So I just want to put that out there. Anyone yeah. in particular that we should, number one, either probably avoid or definitely look at holding? Just one person that any of you two can think of off the top of your head. It's so difficult. You know, if you'd asked me this question a couple of weeks ago, I would have said Kane. He usually plays 90 minutes. Yeah. Like this, that, there's just that, that funk around him, you know, and uh, I can't think of anyone off, off the top of the head. I would say, generally speaking, defenders tend to get relate, re- rotated less. Yeah. want to think about... Centre-backs uh, mostly get don't get rotated very often. Keepers okay. hardly really get rotated. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough one. I know it leads. Bielsa doesn't like to change his team much. Uh, mm. And they're all pretty... Th- so even though he's easing Bamford back in, I, I would see him say play the majority of the games. I'd also see Rafina play the majority of the games. Having said that, the next three or fourth leads aren't all that great. <laughs> No, <laughs> it's a really difficult one. Oh, I, I'll be honest with you. I was looking at Manchester City and thinking their fixtures are not too bad, and some of the defenders are quite solid, like in terms of playing the Prem games. So if you look at Diaz or someone like that, they will start a majority of the games. True. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you've got to take the chin. They get dropped for one or two, but that's where the bench comes in. You've got to, I'd say. There's no need to have three playing bench players. If you really want to save money in like on a four million keeper or a 3.9 defender or a 4.4 forward, have one of them by all means. But I think you should, for this period in particular, you probably need two playing bench players. And again, they don't have to bring in those points. Two points is better than zero points, right? Sometimes a player just doesn't play and you can't legislate for that. So if that person doesn't play, don't sit there thinking, I wish my bench player had gotten a, a you know, a double figure haul because that ain't going to happen either. Just be happy with the two points. That's that's the approach I like to take. I'm literally over the moon if somebody doesn't play and I get two points off the bench. That, that yeah. to me is a serious. Yeah, yeah, at a minimum. You just don't want to see any zeros in your starting 11. Exactly, exactly. If you, get, if you get past that in this difficult period, then you've done a good job because... You'll be better than some. You'll be better than the bottom five in the in the league exactly. at least, like in, in our <laughs> league. That is. <laughs> anyway, so, I mean, who were you thinking in terms of players who are likely to play most of the games, if not all of them? Who me? Well, I was I, I was saying Derek, but you know. I was I was thinking what players would be kind of the ones that were like, for example, I think everyone's got him, but but well, not I think everyone does have him, but I can't really see Salah being rested much. He, mm-hmm. he loves playing the games. Yeah. And 
you know, even if he plays 60 minutes, he will play that and he will probably get a goal or assist. So that's that's quite solid. Looking at Crystal Palace, I don't know what the injury situation is like, but I'm sure one or two of the midfield players will start most of the games because the squad doesn't have a lot of depth. So sometimes looking at some of the teams where they don't really have an option to bring subs in and thinking, OK, will this player start a number of games and is he likely to return? But um, I'm going to take a, a really good look at my team after this game week and see and see if there's any dead wood that I need to get rid of. Probably, yeah. Mm. I think for me, I think I'm not necessarily looking like, if you're looking high end, then yeah, you've got Salah, things like that. But then um, I'm even thinking like players who are stalwarts in their team. So someone like a Gallagher in Crystal Palace, comfortable yeah. returns, but he's he's never getting dropped. Like there's just no way Crystal Palace Crystal Palace won't tick without him. Someone like Antonio as well. He's 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 relatively good fitness wise, and yeah. there's no way he's getting dropped. Like he, those mid table play those mid table teams who are getting crazy returns in their own right, and they're yeah. quite cheap too. Yeah, it's very true. It's very I say true. West Ham mid table. That's cheeky, isn't it? <laughs> that's rude <laughs> there is one person who's capable of getting a few points and you can guarantee he's going to play most games and that is Tuki now granted he's playing for at the bottom of the table but he's not going to break the bank and again you know if he can come off your bench and give you five points as opposed to two like one and one in every five games that's nothing to be sniffed at that's true yeah and I am thinking about him because I've got Tony sinking up my team. Yeah, He's mate, like Tony needs thing. to flip and kick rocks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Okay, then. Um, shall we get into predictions, then, for this week? Yeah, sure. Let's have a stab at a couple of, couple oh. of interesting games and see what we think is going to be the all result. Right. Yeah, on game week starts on Friday. But on Saturday, that well, that's Brentford versus Watford. But on Saturday, we've got Man City versus Wolves. So, what are we thinking there? I think that should be a City win. They should be bouncing back from the loss at um, Leipzig. They didn't start their strongest. Well, they haven't really started their strongest squad for a while because they've had a few injuries. But I watched the highlights, and they were quite unlucky in that game. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think I think they'll they'll do a bit over over Wolves. But I think it wouldn't be like. It won't be a massive win. I think it'll probably be like a one, two-nil win kind of thing. Yeah, I, I'm same. I think Wolves tend to make life difficult. I mean, they they're not going to win the game, but they're no pushovers either. So oh, no. I mean, you know that, Derek. I mean, when you've got Origi, you know. <laughs> Don't give me <laughs> that. Mind Origi, what the hell was Jota doing? Like sweating. Oh, don't, don't. I was Well, it wasn't a miss, but. Well, yes, it was kind of a miss. Seriously. It was a miss. He kicked this straight up. to Ava. Yeah. Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, David, what are you saying? Uh, City versus Wolves. Oh, uh, it's a difficult one, isn't it? I know what you mean. Wolves, Wolves do make it difficult. I think, I think I think. when Pep wants to win, he'll win. And I think um, the boys will feel uh, uh, excited to get back to Premier League where they're not, where they're not getting, getting battered. Um, I reckon, I reckon two 0 City. Turkey. All right, the next uh, one is Arsenal versus Southampton. Who's going to take that first, Jamie? Oh, I mean, ideally, ideally, Arsenal win comfortably to nil. <laughs> what I think will happen? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think, I think. Well, 
both teams have got Arsenal to win. By the way, is he is he going to be back or that? No, nah, yeah, he's going to be back. He's just been rested. He was he was, uh-huh. he was run ragged. It was literally like they say on on I've seen on FPL that there's a tight groin, but there was no news of that. It was just rested okay. because um in the in the Man United match he was looking haggard. <laughs> so he's, he's a young man, and we know we've got to, we've got to, we've got to wrap him up a little bit because um. He's he's had a history of injuries and he's our, he's our bright he's our bright shining star this season. Not that we've got many. And so, um, Bami Yang is he gonna play? Uh, I'll be sh- if he if he does I'll be mm-hmm. upset with that. He's stinking <laughs> up the joint. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's not exactly flavor of the month over the Emirates, is he? It's just I don't know. I just don't know. What, like like he needs us. He needs to be sat on the bench and told to buck up his ideas because yeah. But the thing is, who do you bring on? I'll, like ideally, I'll put on the younguns. I'll have Martinelli through the middle. I was about to say Martinelli. He's impressed me in the last couple of games as well, and we know he can, you know, score goals. So let let him, uh, you know, give him a run and let his let him spread his wings. Right. I I <laughs> I know I've said a lot that Arsenal have have laboured a lot to the games, even when they were on that run. I I didn't quite feel like it was working. And my impression of them is that they play well enough to dole it out to the lower team. But when when it comes against the Champions League ones, then probably not. Now, so where does Southampton fit into that? I don't. I don't. I think um, they're not. Southampton looked impressive this. So I'm going to give it to Arsenal. Uh, maybe a tight win. It may be a a two-one or a three-two or a one-nil, something like that. But you know, Arsenal's passages of play. And a lot of the games I've seen them in have impressed me. It's just that, like, some teams with good players, they're not having any of it. So, uh, yeah, that's my verdict. Mm. It's a toughie. Like, I agree. I can't, I can't, I can't, can't not agree. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think Arsenal should, should should see the win. I think Arsenal should see the win off. Home crowd hopefully should help them. Yeah. But I do think they will concede. So, most likely a 2-1 Win to Arsenal. Mm. Chelsea yeah. versus. Ooh. <laughs> Bielsa versus Tuchel. Yeah. What's what's it? What's going on here? What's what's where's why are all the Germans coming over? <laughs> <laughs> or, or at least the or at least the or at least the running addicts because Bielsa's not German. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those things. At, at a time there were quite a few French. Anyway, I, I don't know. Who who knows? Um, I, I see Chelsea winning this. Even with all their injuries, I do think they should win this. Okay, I I'm happy to say Chelsea win provided Kante is back because I think they're really missing him. And Chilwell also his his absence is starting to worry me a little bit as well, basically because they've pretty much been quite bad defensively since he got injured. So if Kante isn't back then it's anybody's guess. I seriously can't call it. Like, I, who saw them conceding three goals against West Ham? That's all I'm going to say. So a win if, with Kante, without Kante, who the hell knows? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? The West Ham game was a bit of an anomaly, though. That's not it, really a West Ham was, that's true, I suppose. There was some freakishness involved in that. Yeah. But I do get your point. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. He provides a certain air of stability, and I think that's what they were lacking in West Ham. It just seemed to have felt a bit end to end. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I can't. 
like Chelsea are still in my books favourites. Like I can't, I just I don't know why they are, but they are. I mean, City are doing well. Don't get me wrong, but they are. They're just the favourites at the moment for me. And um, I think I think West Ham were was a blip. I'm sorry, Derek. You've got something to say. <laughs> you feel sorry. Right? Yeah, I'm, right. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm right. Did you did you chew the Scotch bonnet in your stew or something? <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, all right. All right. Okay. Um. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Should we pick two more, guys? Two more games, yeah. <laughs> the, the return. The return. The, the man. The 2006 <laughs> FA Cup. I knew this was coming. Two, yeah, well, what, what, come on now. It's, it's, this is how it's been presented everywhere. I'm not going to be any different. Liverpool versus Aston Villa. Derek, go. All right. So first things first. I don't. What's the word? I, I I don't. I don't. I don't want to talk bad about the legend that is Stevie G, or the team he's now managing. So I will play my get out of jail free card and not take a guess on this game. Because <laughs> um, number one, I don't want to jinx it. Number two, if I don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to have to bad him up as well. So. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna sit on the fence in this one, but I will, I will I, tell you some in, interesting bits, which I okay. think I mentioned in our group chat the other day. Villa have been in incredible form since Gerard took over. Incredible, and I was saying this in 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 our FPL Bros chat. Prior to Gerard taking over, they had won one game in their last. I think it was seven or six fixtures. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, in the last six fixtures or something like that, they'd only won one game, right? And since Gerard took over, they've won three in the last four. That is amazing stats. And they haven't played teams that have been rubbish. They've played Brighton, who've been given a lot of teams problems. They've played Palace, who've been beating teams and beat them. They've only lost to Manchester City by a narrow one goal, and then they beat Leicester, who destroyed Manchester United. So you have to put some respect on what Jared's already achieved. Now, on the other hand, this is going to be in the in in the, in the cop, right? So you, Liverpool have an amazing record at home. So I don't expect them to lose, but that's what I'm going to say. Listen, Jamie gave it up, and he gave a prediction when Crystal Palace played Arsenal, didn't he, Jamie? <laughs> that is, that's got, got to be just as difficult, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. All right, do you know what I'm gonna do? Do you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do a Jamie. I'm gonna I'm gonna call in and say Liverpool to win, but then I just won't be on the next podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. I've said this before, and even though everything you said about Villa may be proving this wrong, I'm going to stick to my guns. The word on the street is that Gerard's team are a little bit open at the back, and he may just have gotten away with it. With the last three or four games he's had with Villa. Now, some people are saying he's he's improved the defence, but everything isn't always as it seems, you know. And if he really is manager who's more about the attack than the defence, we are going to find out against Liverpool, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, having said that, it's a Liverpool win all day long, my friend. All right, you can't play, you can't front on that. You absolutely cannot. Right. But then there was that 72 result, so I don't know. I mean, nah, I'm just Jamie. So, hmm. 
<laughs> Jamie, you need to behave, you know, because I know what you, I know what's going through your head. Uh, all right, Liverpool are on great form. I'll start off. Where is it? It's a it's a compliment sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool are on great form, and I've seen Liverpool on great form before. When and then they went to Villa. Uh, it didn't go so well for them. <laughs> <laughs> so let's. I'm, I'm, in, and I'm intrigued to see what happens. Um, the the only thing that like stands in Liverpool's way is that Gerrard is a better manager than he was a player. So it's going to be quite. It's going to be tough for them. <laughs> How dare you say that? <laughs> ah, lock this off. Lock this, lock, this, lock this whole call off right now. Stop recording so I can say some words which I can't say while you're recording, please. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think, I think, I think there's going to be no love lost. I mean, look, he spoke about it. Gerard spoke about it, and he said, "Look, like he said, Liverpool, they're in my heart, but I'm going there for three points, and there's no two ways about it." So I think it's going to be a tough game, but oh. I just don't. I just, but I just don't think. I just don't think. I just don't think Villa have got enough for Liverpool. I'll be honest with you. Liverpool will run through them like like a hot knife through butter. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be pretty. I think it's gonna be quite devastating. That to something else. I mean, I'd expect him to say something like, "We're gonna put up a good game," or you know, "We're not gonna make it easy for them." No, but he's just straight up saying, "I'm coming out for three points." That's it. He said, he said, he said, he said, "Look, this is the Premier League, and you've got every, every, every game. You've got to go in with the mentality that you that you're getting three points." I mean, that's that's it. And he said, "Look, Liverpool's no different." Like I'm, 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 I'm a manager of Aston Villa, and that's just the way it's going to be. <laughs> the last yeah. time Liverpool scored less than two goals at home was against Chelsea in August. Yeah, mate. But, but, but the thing is, have you faced Big Tyrone Ming since then? <laughs> <laughs> My like Big Ty. Uh, you know, yeah, Tyrone's not messy. <laughs> big Ty. You put, you put that stud through your nose like Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yeah, or, or bloody like uh, what's his, what's that what's the loser's name flipping did it to Tomiyasu at the weekend oh stepped oh. on his face that was mate that was cold that was cold I missed that he stood on his face oh, <laughs> like wow. he, he literally He's stood like... on his face what, was it like, have, you, have, have you have you guys played Tekken you know when you do that move <laughs> with that guy when you run run over them like, like yeah. <laughs> runs over yeah. them is it Paul or something I can't remember yeah, yeah was, I think you're right I yeah it, it was basically oh. like that it was cold it was cold Wait, who, and like, who missed that was that Richarlison no it wasn't Richarlison it was oh, his name escapes me he's a Alan uh, no no the, the defender but he plays wing back as well oh, he plays wait. across the back line but he's, he's mixed race what? Oh, everyone wanted him for a while. Never mind. Okay, then. Well, everyone wanted him know, for a while. We'll see, we'll see mate, what happens. He stood on his face. End. It was cold. But, um, yeah, no, let's, okay, see. Um, let's see. I'm excited Norwich, for the Liverpool game, though. Norwich, Norwich, okay. Norwich, <laughs> Norwich, Norwich versus Man United. Sorry for. Yeah, this is going to be a big game, you know. It is. Because mm-hmm. United are away from home, and they, on paper, they have a much better team than Norwich, right? But, but Norwich have been trying to trying to do a thing recently. Yeah. Like, well, what, what apart that from, thing? I was going to say, managed to Tottenham, they they've done yeah. okay. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, <laughs> I keep interrupting you. What, what what have you got a prediction? I think a draw. Huh? Jamie. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know. I agree. I think I think I think they I think they will share this spoil. So I think it'll be a draw. 
but I think it'll be a hard press draw, and I think I think Man United fans will be under the impression that they're going there to get an easy win. But I yep. think I think. Um, but then I don't know, you know. Yeah, no, I'm right. I think it'll be a draw, and I think Man United fans will get cocky, and then they'll be sorely mistaken. <laughs> um, yeah, I I do worry about the Man United fans who are getting cocky because, like I said, it is painful watching Manchester United when. They're trying to do this new thing, and the you know with with Rangnick, it's all about the transition to defence and the transition to attack, and like they're doing a lot of running, and there's one or two neat passes in there, but it, it they're just not there. It's, it's like it's like watching a, a six, a, a eight year, eight year, eight month old baby trying to walk or something. It's like you know it's going to happen eventually, but it's just painful while they're learning. Mm. Um, so I I don't know to be honest with you, I'm probably going to say a draw as well, because you know, I, I agree with Derek Norwich are giving it a good go um, they've got some players you know, who occasionally can hurt teams and um, you know, I'll, I'll never forget a couple of seasons ago, when they completely <laughs> Man City <laughs> that was a shot, wasn't it? So, yeah um, no reason why that, that could, something like that couldn't happen again mm-hmm. yeah, I, I say draw all right, so we're all calling for a draw. That should be an interesting one. Oh, all of us have said draw. We need to score. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Do you want to go any other over any other players? I know we mentioned ones who were less likely to get rotated over the Christmas period, but have we got any picks? Just one or two for uh, game week sixteen. Um, I'm keen on Watford. Oh wow! Games. Yeah, Watford were getting slapped by City, and then when Kucho came on, it changed the game. So I'm actually interested to see if he starts again. If he does, I reckon he could give. Um, so I'm in- interested to see if he does start the game. I suppose come on as a sub because he made the game really exciting, and he yeah. fed some good balls into Josh King. So that's something which I'd be interested to see how he he performs, but. Yeah, I think one of the Watford strikers is going to probably do well. And I'm thinking it's worth looking at Josh King this week. Um, yeah. And then secondary to that, I quite like the looks of Vardy against Newcastle. I think he didn't start in the last game, did he? No, he didn't. Yeah, so he's he's nice nice and rested, ready to run right against Newcastle at home. I, I quite like the look of Vardy. But with the four medicines on, he can't be ignored either. But, you know, Vardy's the main man, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, those are my picks. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. That's interesting. Um, Shall I, I come back to you? Yeah, come back to me. You go next. All right, then. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to start with a fairly obvious one. Jared Bowen. Uh, everybody's getting on him at the moment. If, if I'm not mistaken, he's had about 400,000 transfers in. Uh, he's looking good. He's been performing well. Obviously, performed well against Chelsea. And uh, West Ham are having some good-looking fixtures at the moment. The, the next one being Burnley, who just don't seem to be able to defend these days. So, Gerard Bowen's one. Another one. It might be time to start looking at Ollie Watkins again. Uh, yes. Gerard, yes. Gerard sticks with his front three. And, you know, a lot of people wonder what they're going to do with Tony. A lot of people uh, got a kick cane to the curb. You know, our forward line is all up in the air. Some people are not keen on Vardy because 
you know he's getting on a bit and Christmas period who knows how much he's going to play so you might want to look at Watkins and I, I say keep an eye on him definitely obviously against Liverpool is probably not the time to bring him in but after <laughs> that Villa have got um, Norwich yeah they've got Burnley yeah. uh, they've got well they've got Chelsea okay but then after Chelsea they've got Leeds there's some open games, some open defences, and then Brentford. Yeah, could do worse. Just, just benching for Chelsea, and uh, he's certainly on my um, radar. So yeah, so, yeah, some nice picks, interesting picks as well. You both went for strikers. I wonder who I'm going to pick because I need to get rid of Tony. <laughs> <laughs> so um, one of my picks is going to be best goalkeeper in England at the moment, yeah, Aaron Ramsdale. So um, I pick him because. Mainly, I think he's a sort of key part and Arsenal, they heavily invested in their back line and bar recent results, they're, they're generally a, a competent bunch. We've only got, we've got West Ham coming up next game week, well, week week after next, but um, in uh, between those, we've got Southampton, Leeds, Norwich. So I think that's a, that's a run of safe-ish fixtures. I think we can handle them in defence. I say that tentatively because we're, we're a pretty dreadful side at the moment, but um. Yeah, so I'll go for uh, Ramsdale as one of my picks. And then to uh, throw a spanner in the works, I'm looking at forwards and I, I like the sound of St. Maximan. I haven't really looked at mm. their fixtures, but um, I think he's someone that is always likely to bag in a Newcastle side that isn't uh, very hopeful. He hasn't done he hasn't done too terribly this season, but I feel like he's still got it in him to reach some heights. Just, just, just one thing I'll say for St. Maxim is that I have had him, right? And he has <laughs> returned a few points, but I've gotten rid of him now because his upcoming fixtures are horrible. That's why, oh, really? that's the only reason I took him out. Yeah. So I agree with you. Like, obviously, you're entitled to your own picks. It's just the fact that his upcoming fixtures are Leicester, Liverpool, City, United, Everton. So those are his next five fixtures. And I think those teams. Might be right. one for the new year. <laughs> like, no, yeah, no, no, no joke. New year, his fixtures, fixtures, new year are amazing. So yeah, I do think he's one to keep on the radar. Yeah, yeah. Just real quickly, placements of Tony King, Dennis at Watford, Wilson, Callum Wilson, but as Derek yeah. pointed out, probably only for the Leicester game, and then you kind of have the bench for the next three after that. Antonio, if you go up that far, can they go up that far? Because they're coming back into some good fixtures, and then possibly. Pookie if you want to save money and spend it somewhere else. So, yeah, if anybody else has got Tony, obviously two of us here have got him and we need to figure out what we're doing. But anyone else out there got Tony, um, those are a few suggestions of what you might want to do with him. Did you say Watkins already? Well, yeah, well, I suppose Watkins as well. He's a bit more expensive. But, yeah, if you uh, get them, if you've got enough money in the bank, or What about him? Um... You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. What about Mope? Uh, <laughs> against... No, 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 no joke. I hate I'm him. I hate him. Okay, in in my rivals, and they keep getting points, and I'm getting so upset. Like, why? Uh, trust me, I love to hate. Like, I hate the guy, but I know he bags. He bags <laughs> in the most annoying way, but I hate him so much, man. Actually, there's so something much. I want to say about Mope, which would kind of bring me on to the thing about Mope is that I just don't think. I I think it's yeah. I I don't. I, I'm sorry, but um, the, the num to me, the numbers say that he's not somebody who is really going to score many much. And when he does, if you ask me, it's more 
an outlier than anything else. Uh, I could be wrong about that. The only person I like at Brighton is Lamptey anyway. So I'm, I'm just biased. But uh, I also wanted to briefly say, I know that Silver is the favourite of the month. But Gundogan and Foden, I reckon, are better picks as well because... Um, yes! <laughs> All right. Foden! <laughs> Foden! Why Mate. am I saying that? I'm saying that because... Yeah, because Bernardo Silva, apparently he's had, what, nine shots and scored with five of them? So that, to me, that's not sustainable. Um, but you've got Gundogan, who's on penalties, and Foden. They, they, they just are more involved, I think. Uh, Banana Silva has been a bit fluky, but then again, yeah, fluky is the way to go. Sometimes I'm, plays I'm, I'm not going to lie. Sorry go to on. interrupt. I was going to uh, say I'm not going to lie. Bernardo Silva is performing really well, but some of his goals have been. I've watched them. They have been like he's just been in, in the right position at the right time and just slotted it in. <laughs> uh, I think there's been like one or two goals where he's actually done the run cutting shot and it's gone in I, kind I of would argue all the others have been kind of quite jammy but he's he's, he's getting that because he's in the right position right whereas Foden oh my god when Foden is running at the defenders right you can see they're scared you can see the fear in the eyes <laughs> and his, his, he's he's like he can shoot with his left shoot with his right he can cross he's just like oh right. like okay, Foden so like Jamie, dangerous Jamie you've got a counterpoint haven't you well I was just gonna say like in that same vein, we were saying the same thing last season about Gundogan. We were saying, man, what is he even doing? He just seems to be there yeah, at the right time right. and bagging it. And that's just you're the right. thing. We, and he did that for how many games? He did that for like yeah, 13 yeah. games on the yeah. belt. No, it's key. I, I, I got punished last year because I refused to. I was like, nah, it's all luck. Mate. His, I, his, his numbers are actually better than Silver. But it depends on what you like. If you see somebody playing and they just look good for you, then I say go for it, do do go for it, do it. But I'm a little. I think the thing, the problem with Man City is that they they've got their middle three and they've got their front three most of the time, or, or sometimes it's like I don't know four two three one or whatever. And and sometimes Bernardo's in the front and sometimes he's in the middle. And when with KDB back, I, I don't know. I'm just looking for reasons not to get him, but. But on the other, on the flip side, people can think of plenty of reasons to get him. So that's just one to chew on there. All jokes aside, all though. All jokes aside, though, well, God, can can Jota play all three positions at once? <laughs> what happens when Afcon happens? So so we'll I have Jota. We'll have Jota. We'll have Jota on the left. We'll have Rigi <laughs> in the middle, and we'll have Minamino on the right. And then when we need to, we'll bring Chamberlain on to sub with um, Minamino. And <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm you sorry, just... carry on. <laughs> Is it your bizarre Chamberlain? Nah, nah, top, top talent, top, top talent. I hope, I hope his shins work. These times you've got Pepe, don't you? Don't you dare start. Oh, Pepe oh. ain't getting a looking at the moment. Pepe even getting a looking. We brought in Ketty. <laughs> we brought, we brought in Ketty over Pepe, and Ketty is going on in January. Nah, that, I reckon that was some, that was some cold business right there. Seriously, honestly, you know, I am, I am worried. I am worried about them going away. I'm, I'm worried about Afcon. Afcon is going to be painful. I, yeah. I don't think it's going to be as bad for us as it is for Liverpool, though, seriously. No, 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 definitely not. I mean, we've we've actually got other players in our team who play football. Well, <laughs> I, I like I said, I like the look of Martinelli. And uh, if he gets a, a run in the, you know, I think he can be that player that we all thought he was going to be. But that's just me, maybe. All it means, all it means is that instead of being Arsenal 4-1, we'll just beat them like 2-1. There you go. 
that that's what we that's what we came out to hear. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Right, I'm going to bring it to the end of the pod there. Uh, thank you guys for coming out. Uh, I appreciate the time spent. I know we're all busy, so I'm very grateful. Just want to say really quickly, if you're listening on YouTube, uh, hit subscribe, hit like button. Okay, uh, you have unlimited likes, so you might as well give one to us. If you're listening, you must like us. So hit the like button. Thank you very much. Uh, but apart from that, then I'm just going to say I'm going to sign off and say goodbye, everybody, and have a good game week. Cheerio. All right. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye.